Hello once again, welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyker. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. Yeah. Oh, he's stretching out, you're ready yeah. to go, getting loose, getting, getting limber, loose. getting I watched ready a lot of to go. Wrestling this weekend, a lot so of wrestling? Gotta, That's beautiful. Gotcha. It's good stuff. Guys, we have so much to go over today. We've got some MLB action about, you know, Justin Verlander maybe accusing Major League Baseball of some improper behavior to some baseballs. We're talking Russell Westbrook getting traded, and no, it's not to the Detroit Pistons. We've got U.S. Women's Soccer winning the World Cup. I know it happened last week, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it. We're talking about it this week. We've got AEW Fight for the Fallen and the WWE slash Evolve collaboration Mm -hmm. show. We're doing some reviews on that. Mike's got some hot takes about that good stuff. And we're going to end the show with the NBA to NFL pay gap and why maybe we think the NFL players should either stop complaining or possibly, yeah, they need a raise. All that good stuff and more coming up on this week's show. Mike, I mean... Let's just jump right into the hottest, probably the biggest individual move, right, of anything that we've seen so far. Russell Westbrook, we talked about it last week, the potential of him. And you kind of sold me on him coming to Detroit. You really did. I kind of, I kept thinking about it, and I was like, man, that's really, like, you know what, maybe he's right. Maybe we don't have to. It's fine, you know. Obviously, though, that doesn't happen. He's a Houston Rocket. Chris Paul, two firsts are going to OKC. There's swaps of picks, right? Um First off, just before we hit any Pistons talk or anything like that, who wins this deal? Because I have some takes about who, who like about oh, this actual trade itself, but who wins uh, this? Does OKC win this thinking that they're still going to flip Chris Paul, hopefully? Or, I mean, who wins that? Because they are both got bad contracts. No, I think I think Houston wins it because yeah. when you look at, if you're going to compare the bad contracts, right. Westbrook's ends when he's 34. Right. Chris Paul's is 34. And, and he entered, still has. And he still has more to yes. it. So if Westbrook, when he hits 33, 34, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, this is ugly, like right. kind of Chris Paul as he's getting 34, 35, right. he's getting bad, yes. then you can kind of dish him and don't have to re-sign him. Exactly. So, and as I've always said, and I think you're pretty much in agreement with this, yeah. for the picks standpoint, mm-hmm. I never think that there's going to be two guys that you're going to draft in the first round, right. they're going to be Russell Westbrook right now. Nope. So in which case, no I don't chance. mind you. Especially because you're not going to be bad enough to get a top yeah. three no, pick you're anyway. Gonna a, you're going to be an okay yeah, you're to be above a, average team. Yeah, you're going to be picking in the 20s probably. Exactly, and you ain't so, finding nobody yeah, you're not gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So, For sure. Um, sending those picks away doesn't really involve me too much, yeah. which then I'm looking at... Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook, and I'll take right. Russell Westbrook almost, almost any eight days. Oh, I right would too, now. especially right now. Yeah. Especially in, in right now. In the prime, now. I would go, it's very tough. It's They're both close. very good. They just do different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, um, it's Chris Paul's a better shooter, which kind of hurts, but at the yeah. same time, they have so many good shooters around them that I don't think right. it matters too yeah. much. Yeah, right. It's so it's, 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 it's a bit of a toss-up as far as in their yeah. prime, but as of right now, I agree with you. I think you and, and I think that's part of the problem that I have with this trade, though, is the fact that... Um, the Pistons, right, you look at what they have on this team, right? If you could have packaged a Reggie Jackson, a Langston Galloway, um, you know, and a couple first-rounders to kind of match the salary along with the future incentive, right? Yeah. I would have been totally okay with the Pistons giving up what they, you know, what Houston gave up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, oh, yeah. I mean, I get it, and especially knowing that, okay, we're going to flip Chris Paul anyway, they could have easily rode out Langston and Reggie because they're both on expiring contracts where you don't have to make another trade. I'm a little annoyed, honestly, that if that's all the cost was and you're kind of trying to go for it right yeah. now, you I felt like you could have done this move. Well, there's a lot of word that Chris Paul, like the yeah. OKC just wants to keep Chris Paul. Like yeah. they don't want to flip him. They just want to keep him there for his 
three really? years. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, like, from that standpoint, I guess if you just want him as, like, the veteran guy yeah. to start developing um, To kind of overhaul and yeah. be like, all right, let's, he's okay, you know, we can he's, ride this oh, he's, out. He's, like, good enough yeah. with a lot of young developing guys mm-hmm. to be like, okay, this is what you got to do here and there. And right. then in two or three years when he leaves, yeah. you got all these guys who are come up, who right. are, like, just learn from him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what their mold is right mm-hmm. now. And in that case, we don't have a guy to send there that right. has that, that level. Of course. And that's probably what they right. didn't want. Yeah. They wanted I mean, honestly, I'd have been okay with throwing a th- another three or another pick in there I mean, or another pick swap or whatever. You know what I mean? Because yeah. pick swaps to me, I'm like, okay, whatever. So, yeah. um, Plus they're in the NFL. Yeah, right. That's different. That's a little bit. Yeah, that's a little bit different. But in the NBA, right? I mean, you're both going to be, you know. So I don't think that. Do you think this takes Houston over the top for anything? Do you think that okay, we're going to take Chris Paul out, going to put Russell Westbrook in NBA champion, NBA finals? Um, I think it makes them better, but not there yet. Yeah, and because I think, as we said, Chris Paul is a better shooter. And Westbrook is very ball dominant. Yeah. And so is Harden. That's what's weird. I don't know how they're going to coexist. I think here's the interesting thing that I've thought about over Mm -hmm. this past week while I was thinking about what to say to this. Yeah, right. And going, I think it's going to be a Russell Westbrook's going to dominate the regular season. And then then James James Harden. Yeah, that's kind of where Russell Westbrook is weak, right? Is in the postseason. And that's when when James Harden goes, take it, take it, James. Take it, James. Take it. So I think. I think you're going to see him That play might make all him the, more effective, yeah, even. he plays all 82 games, yeah. and he just does his 40-point triple-double thing or right. whatever, gets him a 5 or 4 seat in the playoffs, right. and then they hit the playoffs, he goes, okay, I can give you 15 to 20 a night, but this is when you need to go for 45 a right. night kind exactly. of thing. Well, that's, and, the, and that, yeah, that's a great point. That's something I never thought about. the Kawhi Leonard, like, you can take 22 games off if you want to, because mm-hmm. you know you have Russell Westbrook. Who can win right. you those games? That can will you into the playoffs at any point in time? Yes. I think that's a great point. I don't think that's something that a lot of people have been missing is the fact that Russell Westbrook by himself cannot carry a team. I mean, it's different. Not second, all the yeah, way. Right, exactly. The season right, is correct. But I mean, now that you have a elite, I mean, Paul George is a great player, yeah. right? And at times he was on a stretch of MVP like seasons, but. Harden's a different animal altogether, oh, yeah. Off- offensively especially. You know what I mean? You know, I think Paul George is a more complete player defensively and everything else, but Harden offensively is a juggernaut. So because of that, and he can take 40 shots a game and they still win without Chris Paul. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's something that I never thought about. I don't think it's a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of people have been thinking about that. Um, speaking of Chris Paul, though, there has been some rumors that he'd like to possibly come back and join with Blake Griffin. And kind of reunite that whole thing and kind of try to redo what the Clippers did, but Mm -hmm. just 35 years later, because that sounds like something we should do. Um, But you kind of, just based on that comment, you kind of get where my head is at. But do you, did you think that the Pistons should try to trade for Chris Paul in that $140 million? I say, (laughs) raising my hand ready to smack you if you say yeah. Um, I want to try to find an argument where I can talk you into it, but I can't talk myself into it. Right, exactly. Yeah. it's so, so bad. Yeah, it's no, so bad. I mean, you already have Reggie's, and yeah. honestly, at this point, I would go, I'd take Derrick Rose and Reggie Jackson over, over Chris, Chris Paul. Paul at and, the second. No, and, and at their money, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm money. paying Reggie, let's say, let's say I don't know what it is, like $18 million, and yeah. I'm paying Derrick Rose 7 Okay, I'm paying, yeah, I'm paying Chris Paul 25 and he's not going to play. Yeah. Uh, so I got two injury-ridden point guards. I got three injury-ridden point guards, and I'm paying how much money, right? Exactly. Or maybe if you traded one, that's a, that's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't so think... I'm going to say no. 
Um, I can't even think of a way yeah, to talk Yeah, well, and here's it, the so. thing, too, is, is that, you know, there's a lot of reports out there where it goes, they didn't end on good terms in L.A. No. You know didn't. what I mean? So it's not like they're all of a sudden like, oh, yeah, you're hurt more and you suck more? Yeah, let's be bros yeah. now. Like, how does that help anybody? You know what no. I mean? Like, if you want to win, if you're Chris Paul, you don't come here. And if you want to win, you're Blake Griffin. You're like, I don't want him. What the hell is he going to do? You know what I mean? I'd rather take my chances in free agency two years from now and figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah, I totally agree. you know, it, that, that to me doesn't doesn't hold a lot of water. I think that's just a name. I think people, because I think a lot of people at the end of this really wanted Westbrook. I think a lot of oh, people yeah. were like me. Maybe it was after listening to the show and they were convinced by you that it was kind of a, man, I really, you know what, thinking about it on paper, if nothing else, he goes, why not? Why not try it, right? We'll yeah. see what happens. Well, it's one of those, if you're a diehard, diehard basketball Pistons fan, you probably yeah. go, this is a dumb move and don't do it. Right. But if you're just like a, a I want, yeah, like, yeah. you're like, I just want to go to the games and have fun every mm-hmm. single night and know that I'm going to get my money's worth. Right. Westbrook is a perfect guy to bring Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And now in Houston. And it's a name, too. And, and, and you're like, name, oh, yeah. uh, Blake, blah, blah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It gets you excited. Now in Houston, now they're just going to be a better playoff team. Right, but exactly. Still don't, I still yeah. don't favor them. No, but not with what the Lakers and the Clippers did yeah, this, but you, this so you have a better chance, I think. Yeah, I think I do, and I think that you're right. I think that dynamic, though, with Harden taking over in the playoffs and Russ taking over in the regular season a good chunk of that time, yeah. I think is really going to kind of be the formula. And I think that with Mike D'Antoni's offense and the way they run up and down the court all the time, perfect. I think it's perfect for Russ, yeah. right? And it's all just, they got shooters. They got exactly. Gordon, and, they just, and then dish and go, right? Yeah. I think that's going to be extremely exciting. Put someone else in there. and If they can just play like, a shred of defense, just a shred of defense, I think they'll be dangerous. You know yeah. what I mean? And so. Westbrook plays D. Westbrook plays D. Right, absolutely. PJ Tucker is one of the best defensive forwards. So. Right, exactly. So you have some pieces there in Houston. I think that if you were going to make a move like this, this is the only move Houston could do to like maybe upgrade their team with what what assets they had. You know what I mean? They didn't have any cap, so it was just kind of like this is something that everybody else made these moves, right? Clippers got better, Lakers got better, all these yeah. teams that are in that same thing. You know, even the Warriors tried to stagnate a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Or the Warriors got worse. Okay, we need to make a move now to kind of supplant them at the top of the West. Absolutely. Um, All right, let's shift now from the hardwood. We've been talking a lot of basketball just because of all the craziness that's going on. Um, I want to talk some baseball. Uh, The All-Star game. The only sport that's in season right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? Uh, professional wrestling's in season All 365, time. baby. 365. We'll hit that in season. That's show. More of that, I know, right? <laughs> um, Major League Baseball had the All Star game this week or this past weekend. It was crazy. You know, you know, home runs galore in the home run derby. Vlad Guerrero Jr. going crazy. I mean, they set records. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Justin Verlander, you know, uh, many Detroit fans may or may not recognize that name, um, has come on record now a couple times. And he's not the first person to say it, where he's basically accused the Major League Baseball of juicing baseballs, okay? So what that means is, you know, doing something, manipulating the, the you know, I guess the way the baseball is made to make it easier to hit home runs, right? And there is an increase this year of home runs, and they are on pace right now to set a, rec- a Major League record um, to, for doing that, right? So the offense is booming right yeah. now, right? Um, let's just start off just straight up. Do you think that's true? Do you think there's any... You know, anything to Verlander's accusation. See, this is interesting because you can almost pull this to deflate gate a little bit. Absolutely. Because you can no go, doubt. shouldn't the yep. so all pitchers notice yeah. that the baseballs are different this right. year? Than and Verlander's still playing years. out of his mind. That's what's exactly. crazy. So, like, I feel like that's something where you go, shouldn't, like, the catcher or yeah. all the pitchers just go, 
is his baseball a little different right. this year? Do you think but, that? Do you think that it holds more merit because of Verlander? I mean, he started the All Star games, which means yeah. he was probably the top pitcher in the American League. Do you think it holds more merit that he is the one saying? You, you, it's clear there's something else wrong. I think it, yeah, oh, it definitely does. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah, if it was, yeah, if it was, if it was uh, whoever. Matthew Boyd or whatever, you just go. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah right. you're just, you're, it's because you're in a bad game or something. Yeah, exactly. But like, when you're the best pitcher probably yeah. in the AL or whatever, right? It, you do hold a lot more merit. I mm-hmm. actually just think that it's just the revolution of how baseball is now. Yeah. It's just hit home runs and score more runs. Do you, you think? I mean? Do you think that like, they are doing that? Do you think that MLB though, the Major League Baseball, has something to do with that? Do you think no. that they are trying to do something that goes, we got man, we got to do something here, you know? No, I just think it's it's just turning into that league. Mm-hmm. Like once you look at Aaron Judge and uh, Gio Carlos Stanton on the Yankees over here, right. and they're just bombing away every other game, three home runs or something, then you go, the only way to beat this team is to score more runs, which means get more home runs. I feel like in the NFL you almost see the same thing, or the three-point oh, revolution. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where you just for go, sure, no doubt. It's not that like they're changing everything. It's, it's just changed the way we play. Just, yeah, it's yeah. just they're scoring more. Right, like, there's an added emphasis to one thing yeah, or I another. feel like maybe there's incentive of going, hey, guys, maybe you should score more runs, yeah. and that means... Right, we score this amount of runs, statistically we have a better yeah, chance exactly. to win. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, in football, you're like, all right, how about we throw 15 yeah. long passes and get, like, 65 points? Right, yeah, yeah we, complete, we complete 40% of our passes over 20 yards or more and we only complete you know 45 percent of you know 20 yards or less yeah might as well start taking more shots exactly, on the field. Yeah, exactly. right or like in basketball you're like oh, and analytics has obviously come into the game more right yeah and, you so know, i don't so. think it's particularly maybe the baseball i mean i yeah. wouldn't be shocked if they're like oh the baseball is lighter so it's easier. right it goes farther or whatever. for sure i wouldn't be shocked mm-hmm. at the same time i just think it's just how the Do revolution you, of baseball right. is so let's just play devil's advocate for a second here and say this was true right, right. let's just say for instance kind of like the steroid thing that would hit that would be like a nationwide thing right yeah. if, that's, if this was to be true but for Let's for all intents and purposes, let's say it's right. Um, if it was true, though, do you think that it, it is a concerted effort by Major League Baseball to spike ratings? You know what I mean? People want to see home runs. People do not want to see pitching duels. They don't, right? They don't want to see. All right, and up three and down three, up three, down three, up three, and always no pop up. Okay, you know what I mean. Oh, and it's zero zero see, going into the eighth inning. You may be I was gonna like say, that. It's hard because yeah. I I love pitching, right? Though. But it's you funny because you say an eight year old kid and they yeah. want to go see Miguel Cabrera, they don't want to see him strike out six times. Yeah. I mean, it's happening anyway. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's funny because the median age yeah. that watches baseball is like fifty. Of course, and I didn't right. like I didn't really like notice that until Thank just like night, the other day. <laughs> They went 2-0. Exactly. But, like, I feel like... Babe Ruth was awesome. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think... I mean, it's probably... It's just like ratings. I bet you in football it's the same thing where yeah. people want to see... Forty-five to forty-two football. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. Three to zero. For sure, the Rams, the Rams Chiefs game. Yeah, right. They'd rather have that Super Bowl than uh, the Patriots, Patriots right? Rams where it's you know, six-three, and you're like, oh man, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, For see, sure. I find that I find defensive games more entertaining, right? Which is why I personally would say no. But mm-hmm. as overall, I guess they probably do want to mm-hmm. spike the ratings. So, right. right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think we're gonna continue to see this? Right? Do we think that, let's, regardless of whether they're doing anything to the baseballs themselves, do you think that this is going to be the new trend? Right? NFL scoring is up. NBA scoring is way up. Right? I mean, it's going crazy. Do you think that you know Major League Baseball is going also kind of towards that to where you're going? Okay, 
we need to get people back into the ballpark, right? We need to get people back watching yeah. TV. We have these, you know, and obviously you can see that the ratings are hurting them, right? You didn't see the massive free agency frenzy like we saw in the offseason. You've seen a lot of big-name players not get signed until later on in spring training or in the middle of the year because mm-hmm. they're like, I don't want to pay that anymore because it's no longer conducive to, for me to do that, right? I can go younger and cheaper and still produce a winning ball club because no one's showing up. Nobody cares anymore. So do you think that it's it's a necessity for them to continue to have the offense continue to drive the sport going forward rather than the intricacies of a pitching battle? I think for the younger fans, yes. Yeah. Because the older fans are just going to start. They're all they're always going to be watching. Right. But like soon they're, unfortunately, that's going to suck to say that. Yeah. They're going to start like dying out or just, <laughs> <laughs> or just not watch. Yeah. And then you're going to have to rely on the younger crowd right. to really like start getting into baseball. And now everyone's like, Basketball is a big mm-hmm. freeze because they can score 150 points and shoot 45 threes and stuff. Right, exactly. And you got, or football, they score. You just saw the Chiefs Rams game where they go 45 42. That was oh awesome. My God, what I want to do that. Kind of I want to do that. I want to do that. Right. I don't want to sit there and strike out 17 times in yeah. a row or whatever. Yeah. Do you, I think it too, I think because of this media age, right, it simulates a video game in, a, in a lot of ways, right? Like when we play Madden, right? It's like, oh man, we gotta hurry, we gotta score a whole bunch of points. We know they're gonna score at some point, so we gotta yeah. score, right? Same thing when we play MLB the Show or you know threes yeah. in hockey, whatever it is, where it's like, okay, it's all these incentives are to score more, right? Yeah. Plus two here, you do this, you do that. It's all about offense. It's all about scoring points, yes. and so I think that the the real life sports are like. Man, everybody's, you know, you know, Madden's never been hotter, you know, video games have never been, you know, esports have never been a bigger thing than they are right this minute. So, we need to do what we can to make sure that people are still coming in and watching the real life game. Yes. You know what I mean? So by emulating that and going, okay, we got to do something to yeah. like put some butts and seats. Like the Tigers attendance, we talked about it it's a so few bad. months ago. It's so terrible, right? Not only are they a bad baseball team, but it's 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 not a fun product to watch anymore as a whole. Baseball no longer interests enough people to make it worthwhile to go to a baseball game or to buy, God forbid, season tickets to a baseball season. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I do think it does in part go to how long the season is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because we talked about this, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. We thought it could well, be shortened we just, up. We just talk about how, like, you think basketball and hockey is too long, and then right. you double the amount of games. Exactly. Like, right, because any game you see in the NFL, you go, this is an important game. For the, yeah. For the most part, right? Right. Games are like, so, yeah. like, it, it, every time you win or lose, it impacts something, usually, yeah. right? In baseball, they lost six in a row. All right, well, they won eight, so I guess we're, yeah. we're you know what I mean? We're up to two. Yeah. You're 10-0, and, oh, and then you lose nine in a row, and you're like, I still have a winning record. Right, In exactly. football, you go, you lose two, and you're like, your season's probably over. Yeah, exactly. You lost two. If you don't win this week, it's it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, sure. I think the seven, Teams can start 0-3. It's like, oh, they're they're out of the playoffs yeah, already. You already. Know? <laughs> and a baseball team can start 0-54 and still have a chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, long. right. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny when you say it like that. Hey, we Guys, listen, we went 0 for 54. We just got to get really hot and just win all the rest of our games. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not know? that hard, guys. Just, right? just got to find our bats. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. That's that's good stuff. All right, guys. That'll be it for part one of episode. I think we're on episode 33, guys. Reminder, we are on YouTube every single Wednesday. So if you're watching this right now, you already know that. But you may not have clicked that subscribe button. So if you haven't, please do. If you have, we thank you very much for your support. And be sure to tune in every single week. We're also, if you're listening to my beautiful voice at the moment, we are on Spotify. 
We are on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podcast Addict. We're on Google Play Music. We're on everywhere you can find us. You know why? Because that's how we want to get to you. Whatever the easiest way for you guys to listen to us, we want to be there. If we are not on your preferred platform, please let us know in the comments here on this YouTube video or shoot us an email at iarbroadcastmedia at gmail.com. After the break, we got U.S. Women's Soccer. We're going to talk some pay gap issues again because I'm still annoyed by it. I want to talk um, the AEW show and the WWE slash Evolve show. And to end it off, we're going to talk some other pay gap issues that annoy me, NBA to the NFL pay gap. All that good stuff and more after the break. Stick around. Hey guys, it's the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Medica. Just reminding you once again that if you have not subscribed to this podcast, take a moment, pause, and go subscribe right now on your favorite podcasting site. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're doing. You're at work. You're in the car. Do it. Pull over if you need to. Whatever you need to do right now. I know you think I'm crazy. I know you think I'm being ridiculous. But if you don't subscribe, how can you get this great content every single week? You just can't. You're not going to remember. You set the timer on your phone and you still forget. Make sure to click that subscribe button and stay tuned for part two of this week's episode. Okay, welcome back to part two of episode 33. Once again, thank you for joining us here on the I Am Always Right Sports Podcast. Mike, let's jump right into it. Women's national team, FIFA World Cup, utter domination by the U.S. women's team for the most part. They win their second World Cup in a row, right? Their third overall, only the second country ever, I believe, to win back-to-back World Cups. They should have won three if they wouldn't have choked a couple years ago. But anyway, um, as we were saying... I mean, so much domination there. There's been a lot of other things talked about, but I just want to just briefly touch on this. How dominant of a run was this? You watched all the games. You know, you were pretty interested just to see how they come out. They were the favorites. I mean, how dominant was this? Because I didn't feel like at any point in time, the Spain game was a little, eh. Yeah. But besides that, I never once thought, no, they're in trouble. Well, their last game, I thought, yeah. I was I was intrigued until yeah. their penalty kick happened. I said, oh, this is over. Yeah, Because right. there's no way they're going to score. Yeah. I right. think that was the biggest thing was their defense was mm-hmm. so impeccable. Yes. That it was just like... When Spain scored on them, I was like, "Oh, wait!" Yeah, I know, right? Uh-oh. I was like, "That was, right. that was yeah, the first like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be like the biggest I like, upset." I was like, "Wait!" Right. Like, I was like, "Wait, we might lose this one." And then we scored two more, one. But right. at the end of the day, it was just like, "Oh, oh wait, right. they scored!" Like, I think that uh, there's only a total of one goal. I think Spain's the only team to score on the yeah. US. Right. So from all the games. Well, that's so, the thing. It's crazy, uh, right? Yeah, and you look at amazing. it how how great of a run this was. The lineup changes, right? Rapina was out for a game. It didn't even matter. Like, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. They beat the home country in France, you know. So it was a whole bunch of stuff where you just you continuously saw this team bounce back. Um, with that being said, because of how dominant this was, right? Uh, along with a higher emphasis on women's sports, uh, just in general, right? Whether it's even the you know even the women's team was like, hey, the World Cup's over, that's great, but the women's professional leagues are underfunded, right? We just don't you know no one watches them. We need a TV deal. We're not going to yeah, play yeah. until we get that. Um, you know, a heavier emphasis, even like in professional wrestling, you know the you know the women's revolution. Um, do you think that with this now third World Cup back to back that we're finally going to see that gap close between the the men and the women as far as just the women's team goes yeah. just you know because i do think that at this point it's kind of hard to deny not paying them an equal wage at this point i mean they've been they've been so dominant yeah. the men's team is just floating you know what i mean like yeah it's it's hard to argue against that point. yeah you know um, i just don't understand I what the, what the hold up is i guess my question yeah i mean I, I don't know. It must have something to do with something out of our, like, yeah. like a whole, like, oh, maybe they don't make enough, like, right. not make enough themselves, but, right. like, just, like, in general, people yeah. don't 
watch the Women's World Cup as much as the men's. Right. I tend to disagree with that. I would I agree with like, that, yeah, especially in the U.S. Like. Yeah, but I, I couldn't really give you a real answer to that. Right. I feel like the brain needs to be here for this one. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, she, she'd like go off on gender player. roles and yell at me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> in general, I mean, they yeah. definitely should. Yeah. And I think the emphasis, I think soon we'll see that. Yeah, right. Play. I think so, too. I think it's about time. You know, I think ESPN's finally, I think, signed the Women's Professional League, so I think they're going to be on ESPN now, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't talk we don't talk much about women's sports just because we don't watch enough of it. But for the fan, people that are fans of that, right, I do think that, um, it needs to happen. You know, the WNBA has gotten tons of support from oh, the NBA. Awesome. You see it all the time, right? Sorry. Professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, you know, if you watch that, we'll talk about that in a second, but those women's matches, you can tell there was some thought put into those, right? There was some time given yeah. to that, you know. Um, even in WWE, same thing. I just think it's about time we just start working on a level playing field there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Totally. It's just, it's super, it's super simple. Don't overthink it. It's the easiest decision. Do it already. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Exactly. Do it. Do it the Nike way. Just do it. All right. Um, all right. Shift away from that now. Let's talk AEW Fight for the Fallen live on Bleacher Report live. live. I guess Bleacher. was it? Bleacher. It was free. Yeah, it was. On, it was free, which was cool. Yes. Um, the Evolve show that WWE kind of hosted on the WWE Network went head to head. Coincidence? I think not. Um, let's just talk straight up. Which show was better? Which one did you like uh, and why? As a whole, yeah, just would, as a whole. Okay, um, yeah. I, I, I definitely go AEW fight for the fallen. Yeah, as a whole show, for sure. there were definitely spots in the vault that I think were better. Right. Than the AEW show, but yeah. like match for match, pound for pound, AEW is a better show. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that too. I know you said that you liked individual match. You have an individual match that you thought, okay, that was the best. Regardless of, okay, yeah. even I thought, I thought, man, did you have an evolved match that was better than anything on the AEW yeah, show? Yeah. If I would say go watch a match, it's yeah. the uh, Austin Theory, JD Drake. Yeah. Winner takes all match. Right, for the Evolve for and the... WWN championships. Yes. Right. I think that match over both shows mm-hmm. was definitely the best yeah. um, in totality. Austin, you're going to see Austin Theory pretty oh, yeah. soon here. Very it's, close. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, and fantastic. he's so good. Yeah, he's but fantastic. But I would say also, like, then you can go Kenny Omega and Shima was awesome. Well, fantastic. Young Didn't Bucks expect it. Brotherhood, fantastic. Yep. So you also had a lot of good ones, but that match and, and yes. Evolve was like yes. in totality the best one. I would agree with you. I'd agree with you. I think AEW is doing a hell of a great job uh, putting on these free events, right? And yeah. um, I, I think another thing that I like about what AEW is doing, if you watch the six-man tag with Sean Spears, Joey Janela, um, you know, MJF, Darby Allen, and who was the other guy? I don't Jimmy remember. Havoc. And Jimmy Havoc, right? Those six guys, right, going at it. The one thing you knew coming in, right, is that, you know, you had the Sean Spears thing, so he had some good heat. But we talked about it a couple weeks ago where we said Darby Allen and Joey Janela came out stars after that show, right? After the first, after Fighter Fest. So when I watched this match, I was extremely interested to see crowd reaction for some of these guys. First thing I noticed, okay, major heat for Sean Spears. And then Darby Allen comes out, place erupts, right? Joey Janelle comes out, place erupts, right? The, the momentum is changing. And then what they did, which I thought was fantastic, was they allowed themselves to go, okay, we have these guys. We're kind of established. But, okay, now we're going to establish... Jimmy Havoc, right? Who maybe you don't know. Who he had some great moments. The Dark Order in that triple threat tag match was fantastic. It was a match completely centered towards them. You kind of knew. about a boy and his dinosaur. That's what I'm saying. Luchasaurus star. was a star, right? You know, um, yeah. And his tag team partner, Jim Jungle Boy, was fantastic. Got huge reactions, right? Yeah. That They were able to continue momentum. And I think that these shows... 
not even necessarily pushing storyline. I know the Jericho with Adam Page thing happened, right? But for the most part, the the ability to use these shows as a medium to build stars, yeah. right? To make me and you as a fan we were, we already obviously knew these people, but if you've never seen them before and you're now just seeing them because you're not in the UK, you're not into that kind of scene, to be able to establish and to make these people and make a fan care. Yeah. Make them care about this character. Make them care about this person. Bring out why, what makes them that person. Put Joey Janela in a, in a hardcore match against Ambrose. See what happens, right? Yeah. He's a crazy son of a gun. So we saw that, right? And we feel it. We have that empathy for it. So we go, we appreciate that. I just thought that was a fantastic job of the carryover as well as being able to build. new. Seema's another guy, right? Had a great showing against Kenny Omega who got over even in a defeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think it's so impressive what they can do without any championship matches. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 not even about the story necessarily. Like they have a, usually one big story throughout a thread throughout a show, right? Yeah. Like the tag, the Brotherhood versus the Bucks. Yeah. But being able to put like, all right, we're just going to put six guys in the ring, yeah. right? Three kind of good, three kind of bad, you know, whatever. And just say go. Yeah. And have a fantastic match, yeah. and get, everybody got something out of it, right? That was the big thing. Everybody got to showcase it. I really loved the triple threat tag match, too. Uh, the Dark Order, you had uh, Jack Evans and Angelico, and uh, who was the other Jungle team? Boy and, and Jungle Boy and Lusaurus. So that I thought that match was fantastic. Dark Order, if you don't haven't seen it before, they used to be known as the Super Smash Bros. They're fantastic. I, I just love what they did. I agree with you that Fighter, Fighter Fest was better. I'm sorry, Fight for the Fallen was better. Um... I, I did like I said. I just love the fact that they're really able to develop yeah. these stars and make people care. Just because as a general fan, you go, if I know who they are, I'm already kind of invested. Yeah. But if you don't know, you're like, that was awesome. That yeah. was awesome. See, He's really cool. Who the hell is that? That makes me excited for the TV show. Exactly. Because I go, if you can do this without a TV show, and no builds, no builds. Yeah, you're just kind of go, okay. So hey, here's a six man tag. Yeah, here's yeah. a six man tag, and yeah. all the pieces work, and it's really entertaining. What are you gonna do when there is a TV show? When you yes. have time to go? Yes. Okay, so all or all out, all, all out two, we'll right. say whatever, yeah. is in six weeks, and we have six episodes to build to this. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be phenomenal. Fan, right, exactly. Being able to tell that story. Now, I guess that kind of piggybacks to my next question: Have they kept up their momentum? Right, based off of this show, do you think that they are still rolling towards all out, ready to go? Like, okay, all guns oh, yeah. blazing. I mean, they already have four matches that I think are gonna steal the show. Yep. Absolutely. And I can't decide which one's going to be the best one. Yeah. And that's already exciting. And, again, there's no weekly show to build to it. I'm just right. already sitting here going, wow, I'm just really excited. Yeah. In six weeks, I guess, yeah. or five right. weeks from now. Well, that's the thing, right? And you're just – and that's it, right? It's, Maybe it is the long-term anticipation right. factor. Absolutely. And I think it is to some extent, right? But I think their ability to – Make people like you know their roster's not very big, right? We've we've said that over and yeah. over again. However, with the guys that they have, they've it's, done a great job though. of getting everybody over. Everybody cares about everybody. This reminds me so much about I hate to bring up the attitude era, but in in one particular sense, everybody had a story. It didn't matter if you were D'Lo Brown. It didn't matter if you were Stevie Richards. It didn't matter if you were Stone Cold Steve Austin. It didn't matter if you were Val Venus. It didn't matter, right? You could be the very tippy top. Right, Taker, Austin, Rock, Triple H. You could be the very, very bottom. Really, like, 
Who the hell is that? You're the Mean Street Posse. It doesn't matter. You all have a role. Mm-hmm. You all have a meaning. There's a purpose of why am I? Why do I care about you? Okay, because you're doing this. Or you're in this match with this person. Whatever the case may be, you're in it, right? And we care because you've we've got enough time invested in the character and in their performance to go... I want to see that again, yes. right? You know what I mean? And I want to see this guy versus this guy versus this guy. Yeah. So I thought they did a really nice job. Um, do you think that with this Evolve show, because it was a bit of a different presentation, right? You know, with as far as, you know, it's a WWE event, but it's an Evolve show, right? With a lot of talent that's not under contract. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that this was a good attempt by WWE to kind of take away maybe some of the audience um, from the AEW show. Do you, do you think that was at all? Or do you think, okay, I'm a WWE guy, I'm going to watch this show, and if not, no, I don't care. Funny, I can watch that I anytime I want. I, I really want to find out some people. I yeah. bet you there are some people. Oh, I'm sure there are. Like, no doubt. No doubt. I'm wondering how, what the ratio was to who watched AEW. Like, I know, like, for me, I watched AEW first and I went back to watch Evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how many people just were like, yeah, I think I'm going to watch Evolve over right. AEW. Right. So I'm really interested to see that. Right. Because there's not a lot, like, when you go over the Evolve card, especially mm-hmm. as, like, because you're assuming that you're more of a casual fan at that point. Right. Right. Um, You've never heard you, a lot of these guys. You haven't heard about seven of the nine matches that are going to be on it. You don't know <laughs> right, anybody exactly. on the card. Yep. Where if you're any kind of a fan, oh, you know Cody Rhodes, yep. you know Dustin Rhodes, yep. you, you even know half some of the people on AEW. Right, show. Chris Jericho's going to be live. Gonna okay, be live. cool, I'll watch Jericho. Yeah, in a non-scripted right. promo. Right. Super unscripted. We could tell. A lot of delays. A lot, a lot of, of delays. delays. Just throwing yeah, that no out idea there. What was you, were a little, you were a little uh, jet-lagged, I can feel it. Yeah. yeah. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to talk about, just side chat real quick. Of the matches that have been announced so far, the one match that I know for a fact will not live up to the hype is Jericho Page. It just won't. I just feel it. I just okay. know in my... It, I'm just calling it right now. We can maybe... I could be completely wrong and it, it blows me away. I'm going to write that but down. But I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's going to do... I don't think it's going to do what I think that they're hoping it's going to do. I think it's going to be a big moment because they're going to crown a new champion. Mm-hmm. And I think Jericho should go over at the end of the day because of that. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I just think that it's going to be... I think it's going to be a good match. I don't think it's going to be like... Oh man, like I am just like spent emotionally. Oh, no. I think that's gonna be every other match before that. Yeah, and then, probably. Well, I think I'm gonna be a half asleep during it because I'm gonna be so gassed. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah, this is the only problem with those loaded cards, though, right? Is that like you look at all these, you're like, oh man, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Even if there's only eight matches, they each go 25, 30 minutes. You're like, I don't have, I don't have enough stamina for this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just am like. I'm spent. <laughs> you know talking I mean? about Evolve yeah, just as a whole, though. For sure. So if this was a, a network thing now where they had every Evolve show, mm-hmm. would you pay more for the network to watch no. these Evolve shows? No. No. Because, and here's the reason why. You're not, you're not, the the opportunity cost of me giving you an extra $2 is worth more than watching these Evolve shows. Because it, you, you have to spend so much time, once again, investing in this talent, right? Yeah. AEW is saying, here's it for free, right? Yeah. You're going to make you pay for All Out, right? And you're going to have the weekly show, right? If you wanted to put Evolve on, then just put Evolve on. Yeah. Don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to add that, I think that would make people more interested to say, okay, let's see what this is, right? But mm-hmm. because you have NXT already, too, that's pretty similar as far as like match situations and stuff like that it's new talent no no doubt about it right and they've sent talent over there they sent talent up here whatever but at the end of the day of all this just a little bit lower version of nxt right of an nxt takeover show right so if you're gonna do that you might as well just you know 
it put NXT, make NXT longer, you know, make it a, you know, make it two hours and just go with it, right? Because I don't want to pay more, unless you're giving me like 10 different promotions, like if, if Progress is going to join on here and ICW and PCW and all these other things, then maybe I'll give you an extra two bucks of my, of my, you know, every month. But right now, with the way the product is, you're not, you're yeah, not getting would, me. You're not getting me. Would you? Would you pay the extra money? I would consider it. Would you? Like strongly consider it. Even though you got New Japan World and you watch an AEW every yeah. week and oh, everything yeah. else, you think so? I have enough time. Really? For that, not not that if you have enough time, but do you think it's worthwhile for oh, yeah. you to be like, oh, okay, sure, let's check yeah, this out? Watch like, what if it sucks? What if they just take it over and it like gets watered down and it's like oh, an hour you, then, show? Then you just go back to the original one. Yeah. I'm saying like via it was a tiered thing. So yeah. like you had nine ninety nine, eleven ninety nine. So then I'll go, okay, I'll try it for a month or two, and mm-hmm. if it sucks, you just go back down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just think that the product, the main product, right, as we say Extreme Rules, which we'll be covering next week on the show, yeah, is behind right. us here. Um, the main product will have to get much better first for me to be like, all right, here's more of my money. You know what I mean? Like, they already take up so much of my time anyway. I don't want to give they them more of my money. Of my time. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, well, just watching the pay-per-views and reviewing and kind of, you know, trying yeah. to keep up. It's just a lot of stuff, right? So because of that... You know, we I don't maybe don't watch every single minute. I'm not going to come out here and say I watch Ron Smith. No, I don't. Right, exactly. It's rough go. But if I know there's a good match on there, I'm like oh, okay, you know, let's let's tune in. But um, well, that's why I feel like like if evolve like you just had Austin Theory versus Adam Cole, you go yeah. Then just I'll then just sign Austin Theory. Just saying, sign Austin Theory. Yeah. Then, you know what I mean. That's, but that's what I mean. Like right. if, if he was going to be exclusive to Evolve, they make you right. go watch Evolve. Right. And him and Adam Cole had a match. I'd go. I'd pay the extra two dollars to watch that match. Yeah. Kind of thing. Hmm. I don't know. I must be. I just must be a cheapskate compared to you. I don't you know. You really must be. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I just think the product has to get better for me to be like, oh yeah, dude, take my money. Here you go. Yeah. Done. Sold. Like I'm out. You know what I mean? Like I would not pay for extreme rolls. Oh no! If it was forty nine ninety nine, right? Yeah, okay, but thirty five. Okay, how much would you have paid for Fight of the Fallen? I probably wouldn't pay for it. You wouldn't have. I, mm, no. Oh, the card. Enough. The card on paper. Yeah, what? Super- once again, though, because I'll pay for all out. But I'm not going to pay for Fight of the Fallen. Because, and I'll tell you why. Because, number one, there are no title matches, right? There's no true big implications on that card. Yeah. I could have wa- read the spoilers, right, the next day on Bleach Report or wherever and read it and go, okay, cool. A- and been fine, right? Yeah. Like, my life was not altered. See, do, now, do I think it was a fantastic show? No doubt. See, I th- no see doubt. That, that's me, like, pre-show. I yeah. go... I wish I could say that, but yeah. then I'd buy it and yeah. then watch it. And then you're like, And wow. then I go... I'll watch it later. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Goes on sale. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll, or you buy it. I'll come over. You like know? Sometimes I'm like, like I got like Slammiversary. Two, it's going right. super off topic. Right, for sure. I got Slammiversary and yeah. then I was watching Half Fit. I was like, this is good, but I don't know if I was, if I was good willing enough to, spend, to pay like, for it. The $24.99 or whatever it was right. for. I was like, I, I guess I could have went with just reading it mm-hmm. or like watching highlights. And you and don't something. know sometimes, right? But yeah, but for like sure. how the card looked, I was like, I definitely would have spent like yeah, up right. to like, like that, 20 bucks. That would have been one of those that bit me in the butt, right? Like, because I agree with you, right? The, I watched it, you know, start to finish, and I thought, wow, that was a really great show. But then $20, you go, you're like, eh, I don't know now, right? That's, that's kind of my point, right? I, I always, there's always has to be a reason for things to be happening, right? I understand what AEW's reason is, right? Yeah. But right now, there, it's just, let's just get as much talent over. So that's, yeah, that's the big thing. Okay. Um, all right, let's Super shift awesome. now. Let's go to the last. Let's go to that's why the, that's why we're on the show though. We'll give a whole bunch of great information. I want to talk about the NBA to NFL pay gap now. A lot of NFL players have come out on Twitter and be like, "Man, you know, NBA players are getting. I've never even heard of what's his name. He's getting forty million dollars. You know, John Luer is a perfect example. Four years, forty-seven million dollars. Who the hell is John Luer? Right? Nobody knew. Um, you know, NFL players are fighting. You know, to get contracts. Um, 
NBA is booming, obviously. This has been a crazy free agency period. Um, do you think that the NFL players should be getting comparable pay to the NBA, right? Like, do you think that they do you think that necessarily they deserve it? Do you think that the pay structure has to because that's that's a big that's a big part of it, right? Is you know, when you're when you're in the NFL, the NFL has a salary cap, and it's a hard cap. You cannot go over that. The NBA, not really. The yeah. NBA, you pay for winning is what you do. You go over the luxury tax. You've got mid-level exceptions and trade-level exceptions and this and buy-level and this and that and everything else. So, you know, I mean, what's your take? See, I'm I'm tough on this because yeah. I go basketball for me. And to your right, point, the yeah. John Lure thing is kind of weird to me. Like, right. Like you're paying but that's, that's those kind of guys, though, right, yeah. where you're just like, really? He's making yeah. 10? Can you imagine if, like, a random backup offensive lineman was making $10 million in the NFL? Because that's what it is. Yeah. Right? That's how you have to equate it, right? Like, yeah. oh, great. Our backup to I Frank just, Ragnow is making $10 million. I do million. think, though, it, it's, diff- it's different yeah. in a sense where it's like, there's some positions that you value more than others, yeah, and that's that's why some players can look and go, "Wow, this guy's getting paid this in the NBA, but I'm not getting paid that much." It's because your position that you do individually yeah. isn't as important. Like in yeah, basketball, right. there's five positions, yeah. and for the most part, they re- realistically do the same thing, mm-hmm. which is why it's easy to go, "All right, who's better, this person or this person?" Because you can just look at numbers and so because they do they're the same. They do offense and defense, and right. no all doubt. the same stuff. No doubt. Where like you go, okay, so how much should we pay this quarterback? Or this running back, a running back, or this guy, or this guy. Right. It's hard to like compare mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. And to go to the NF- NBA because you go, they all do so much, mm-hmm. and it's like, do we need this guy? Because do we need a third string running back of this caliber kind of right. thing? Right. Plus, what I mean? there's only there's only you know how many guys on an NBA exactly. squad, and that's also right. you have the exact same salary cap, say like two hundred and fifty million dollars, whatever right. to spend. Yeah. And you go, you have fifty three guys to fill out instead of. 14 that you have on the other side <laughs> yeah, right. you, you can that's go, a pretty drastic difference yeah you can go okay so i'll give you 50 million dollars and i still have a 200 million dollars to give the other guys right you give 50 million dollars to one guy now you're like i have this much money to spend to 52 other people <laughs> which is also right which and obviously you can work, yeah the structure structures can be made right you know contracts like you know for instance trey flowers is making like three million dollars this year right because of a signing bonus is like seven so it, it equates out yeah. right um do you think that maybe the salary levels, because the salary is always increasing a little bit in the NFL, right? Do you think though that um, that the the NBA pay scale is the reason why people? And what I mean by pay scale is twofold: number one, the supermax contracts, but two, the guaranteed contracts, yeah. right? Like they're fully guaranteed. Like you're just making this amount of money, right? Or you're getting bought out. The NFL is not like that. Do you think that if the NFL switched to all right? We're going to give you five years, $85 million, but it's guaranteed, right? Rather than five years, $110 million, but only 45 of it's guaranteed, right? Because mm-hmm. you know way you're seeing years four and five in that deal. It's never going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So because of that, so it's like, do you think that if they change the way they structure their contracts similar to the way the NBA does where, okay, we're going to stay in the same, relatively the same amount of money, but you're going to get it all guaranteed mm-hmm. rather than... Yeah, okay, yeah, you get about a quarter. Yeah, See, football for me, it's hard 40%. because it's the, probably the biggest compact, compact, compact. sport. Compact. compact. Sport, yeah. I mean, there's little dudes. We're going to throw in a compactor <laughs> or something. Uh, it's the biggest contact sport. Yeah. And so... The body you, is yeah, taking a bit So, like, going, hey, so, uh, carry on. We're going to give you this five-year, $185 million contract. You go, but what if he gets hurt? Right. Every single year of that. Like, NBA, I'm not as... Like, when I'm giving you this... When I give Russell Westbrook a huge contract, I'm not going, 
Now, out of these 82 games, do you think he's going to, like, get hurt and only play half? Like, that's not my right. immediate concern in basketball. Right. Because for the most part, guys... Yeah, they can set out 20 games and Yeah, fine. you can set out 20 games you'll be fine. Or you, there's just not as many do you, injuries, Do you think that the like. sports are just too drastic to really yes. make the, com- the comparison, right? Yeah. Because I think that's a hard art aligned, too, right? Because the NFL players are just looking at it like, damn, I never even heard of this dude. He just got paid $60 million for four years, right? Yeah. Where me, I got to fight tooth and nail. You know, I'm Melvin Gordon asking for a new deal. You know, and I've been producing like crazy, but I can't get a new deal because I play running back in the NFL. Yeah, you know. Well, I think it would be better to compare like basketball and hockey than oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Hockey's getting way short into the stick. Football is way too hard to compare to Mm -hmm. any sport because it's just so. I think football is drastically so much different than all the other sports. Right. Like scoring or any any way you want to look at anything, football is just. Do you you think that last point here? Do you think that this issue, right, and in because the CBA runs out after this season, there are already negotiations. It's supposedly going well so far. Um, besides that stupid 18 game, did you hear about that proposition where the owners want to do 18 game schedule, but only 16 only you can only play 16 games, so coaches have to choose when to sit their best players for two games. How Wait, dumb. the NFL? Yeah, Wait, no, yeah. they want to do 18. This is a little side topic here. Okay, We're not going to say this very long. Not, gonna, yeah, they want to do an 18-game schedule. Okay. But they want, so shorten the preseason, get two games extra in the regular season, but you but Stafford can only play 16 games. So our backup quarterback's <laughs> going to play two. How stupid is that? How dumb is that? Wait, I love that, though. That's like the biggest excuse maker well, ever. Okay. Well, my quarterback didn't play in that game. That's why he beat us. That's that's like the Patriots would love this. Yeah. Because because Brady sits the last two games anyway almost every year. So that he just sits those last <laughs> two great. games. And their backup quarterback, they can trade it away every year because yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, do you think, though, that, that, that. that this pay scale pay. issue is going to be a sticking point in the CBA negotiations going forward? Or do you think that... There's enough increase every single year, and there's not a big enough. I wouldn't say a big enough argument, but I just think that the bridge is too hard to gap between NBA and NFL as far as the way caps are structured, as far as how the pay is structured. You know that it would make sense to for this to be a sticking point because you're seeing a lot of people be like, "Oh, I got two years left. I need an extension. Like now. Like I need an extension now. Slay snacks, right? These guys going in. I need extensions now. Two years away." Football makes sense for that because yeah. you get hurt and you're like, oh, now I'm donezo. Mm-hmm. Where basketball, I don't think that has that big of an issue. Yeah. But I do think um, that this will be a sticking point yeah. in the next CBA negotiation. But yeah. see, that's like Let's the just least. make sure we don't have no football next year, right? Like yeah. We want to make sure we have it. It's good. We can talk about yeah. it, make hey, it happy. If anything, if the NFL goes down... XFL. Oh, we got the XFL! Yes! Awesome. I can't wait. Vince McMahon in his sweet jacket or yeah, something like that. That's probably why the product sucks there. that we're watching right now. Yeah. The product probably sucks because it goes, all right, XFL, how are we going to make you good? All right, yeah, exactly. Who wants, against, yeah. He's what competing against the NFL and the AEW. Be a disaster. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to be it for episode 33. Remember, we are on YouTube every Wednesday on SoundCloud, Spotify, and all the other favorite podcasting sites every Monday. So if you're listening to this, you already know that. All right, for the Merck Zone, for the Mouth of Michigan, we will see you guys as always next time.